pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. It's Monday night. It's 7 o'clock. It's Series 8 of One Life Left coming to you live from Resonance 104.4 FM in London. Good evening and welcome to season eight of One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. One Life Left is a radio show about video games and that's what we're going to be doing for the next hour and indeed the next 24 episodes. 24 more. Series eight. What number episode is this? This is episode one. No, in, in total. Not sure. What's six times 24? Yeah, do you know your 24 times table, Not Anne? the best. No. no. It's easy. Six times 12, 72. Double problem. that. One, four, four. Uh, one, four, five. Look at you. You're some sort of maths genius. Mm. Wow. That's not right, though, is it? Because <laughs> we've done seven. We've done right. seven. Well, yeah, Never well, mind. I'll get back to you. Okay. It's fine. How are you doing? Calculator. Welcome back. Uh, I'm, I'm good, Simon. I'm good. I feel refreshed. I feel ahead of us are going to be 24 of the most important episodes One Life Left has ever produced. 24 of the most hour-long episodes. <laughs> are we going to put them all together in a box set and sell them as 24? Why not? Yeah, what should we put on the spines? Actually, we will, we will be more the series... At the end of this one, we'll be more series than Jack Bauer did. <gasps> yeah. That's interesting. Isn't it? No. And we'll be just about as video game related as well. Do you, remember, do you remember 24, the video game? I do. Uh, Sony made it. Sony Cambridge, didn't That was going to be a deal, wasn't it, for a while? It was going to be a big deal. Yeah, it turned out not to be one, didn't it? It wasn't a deal. Do you remember the 24, the TV out. series? Do you remember that? I do remember that. At what point did you stop watching it? About three episodes into season one. <laughs> it all About kicked off, Steve. <laughs> it really did. It went nuts. <laughs> Have you enjoyed your time off on Life Left, Simon? Yes. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been to America. I've been to Sweden. I've been to Greece. Really? Yeah, Two of those things to do with One Life Left, but you decided not to take us for the third engagement. Sadly, no, because uh, that was where the engagement became a marriage. Um, oh. My sister got married in Greece. Really? Which was it, yeah. I came back from Greece, and um, the news reports were like, yeah, you know, turmoil over there, and of course it's their general I- election. No sign of it out there with the Greeks. Like, <laughs> border control was practically non-existent. The guy, like the, the guy, sat there in tracksuit, bottom and t-shirt, <gasps> sort of barely looking at your past. Yeah, come on in. 
Come on See, in. this is why it's going to the dogs. That was good. Had a good time. What about you, Anne? Uh, it feels like we've barely been away. <laughs> I've seen you so much recently. I cannot get away from you. <laughs> this is a good thing. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anne. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Not yet, you're not, because oh, we have yeah. to introduce, introduce our guest. Oh, yeah. Hang on a minute. Uh-oh. This isn't all about you and your news. Mind your be. manners. So this is um, episode one of series eight, uh, and already we're having a duplicate guest. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that's not possible, but uh, we've flown over from America. Michael Fredrickson, creator of Kanye Zone. Hello. Hello, Michael. Hi. It's good to see you back. Well, good to see you in the country. It's good to see you again. Oh, it's, re- it's really great to be here, guys. Thank you very much. Well, uh, no expense was spent, I believe, in, in uh, flying you over, was it? But uh, we bumped into you at, G- at the Game Developer Conference when we were doing our specials there. It was really something. I think it was more of I accosted you, and you, you sort of... Uh, Eventually acquiesced and no, let me talk. It was good, it was and nice. you were such a success. And what happened afterwards was was so interesting. It's we it, demanded that we start the series. I with mean, you back. people can listen to that episode, and you can see you played a part in a stellar lineup. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. It Came on remarkable. after the uh, boys from Insomniac. Exactly. I've I've had after that one appearance on the show. I can report that my game uh, Kanye Zone has made over eight dollars. Oh. Yeah. Did we get a cut of that? Um, yeah. Yes. I actually planned to um, buy a single beer that the three of you can split <laughs> after the show. And how, how much sex have you been having? Um, have I had one sex or two sex? I had, two, I had, uh, I had can one. Can we split it? <laughs> lady, lady sex? I've had. Uh, it all counts, Michael. I've had one lady we? sex since that program. <laughs> there we go. Good. <laughs> so thank you, guys. It's, it's really been something. It's 7.05 on Monday the 25th of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Microsoft has announced that it's going to do a tablet. Actually, it's going to do two, the Surface and the Surface Pro. The Surface Pro will be better, so you should probably get that one. The tablets will come with thin keyboards, which is exciting. You'll also be able to play games on them. Incredible! One Life Left is going to buy one of the devices and then not use it so that when someone asks our opinion on it, we can say, we've barely touched the Surface. Yes! Let's close the season now! (laughs) Is that the joke you announced on Twitter last night? No, that one's still to come. No! Yeah, that's not even the biggie! Amazing! I know, right? Where did you get that joke from? In my head. (laughs) Right? Wow! We've had comedy training. That is a fertile comedy Isn't it? And, given that the surface was announced, oh, well, coming up for a week ago, was it? Yeah, in fact, it was a week ago. It was during Mm. our show. It was during our show, which means that it couldn't be included in the news last week, so it had to be in this week. But no one's made that joke for a week. Come on, world. It's just been hanging there, like a ripe pear. <laughs> and Anne came along yep. and just plucked it right out. Yeah. And now and she's feeding it to your listeners. And also, you <laughs> thought to mention in that news report that you can play games on it. Yeah. Thus making it relevant to this exactly radio show. right. Oh, I have got better. So, uh, thoughts on the surface, Anne? Uh, Yeah, what are your... I'm not going to buy it. No? (laughs) (laughs) I have a laptop and I have a BlackBerry playbook. Of course you do. So I have all my tablet need covers. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Steve? 
I used my BlackBerry Playbook on okay, Saturday right. Right. to record cricket. Right. Propped it's it up behind the stumps. Oh, of course, because stump that's, that's one of its that's listed on the box as <laughs> yes. one of its features, isn't and it? I wonder whether you'll be able to do that with the Surface, because the Surface has got a keyboard. Mm. I mean, maybe the keyboard will get in the way. Presumably it's detachable, the keyboard, right? Yeah, Anne? magnetically. Okay, so that won't be a problem then. Yeah, it won't be a problem. It's, she knows her stuff. It's, um, yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because the Pro version is a Windows 8. Uh, yeah. is it, it's an actual PC. So they're like saying that the, uh, that the Surface Pro is going to basically sort of take on the uh, MacBook Pro and the other one is going to take on the, the iPad. iPad. It's a, it's a uh, tablet deathmatch. Can you use normal yes, Windows Yes, on the Pro things, one you but can. But not on the other one. Yeah. No. So, I mean, my immediate thought was imagine being able to play Skyrim on your tablet Oh, so your surface at the cricket at the cricket <laughs> when you're video exactly. Um, but you'd still have to use the, the BlackBerry Playbook to video the exactly. cricket. <laughs> it won't be um, it won't be powerful enough to play Skyrim, unfortunately. Try again, Microsoft. More hardware news. Nintendo has announced the 3DS XL. XL as in massive. It's going to have a massive screen, a massive battery life, it'll weigh loads more, and it'll come with a 4GB SD card. The number of circle pads will not be larger than one, though. It'll be out in Europe on the 28th of July. We're looking forward to when it graduates so it can be marketed as the 3DS XL BA-ONS. Is that the joke? No, that's not the big joke. That's just... That's a duff. Could have been our first (laughs) awkward moment. (laughs) You didn't care much about that last line, did you? No, so it's no, fine that it's... fine. Right. I like that that's business. That's not a biggie one. About it weighing more. Yeah. That sounds nice. It does, yeah. Yeah. More weight equals... Do you feel like the uh, current 3DS too is too light? It doesn't weigh nearly enough. Might fly away. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to do curls with my portable gaming <laughs> device, and the XL sounds perfect. No second circle stick. I know, that's interesting, isn't it? Pre-order cancelled. Well. <laughs> what the internet's saying. I know, saying. and, and, and I, what, I won't be able to use my existing Circle Pad Pro on the DSX 3DS Excels, oh, will no. I? Why not, Simon? Well, because it's more big, isn't it? <laughs> it's heavier. Massiver. Yeah. Stuff. Well, think of all the extra sort of haptic feedback you get. You could There could be you games like Lift the Weight <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. Carry the Rock. <laughs> so you'll have to buy a new Circle Pad Pro. Well, or have Nintendo abandoned it? This is what we don't understand, do we? How many games use it? Two. How many of them are better? One. With it? <laughs> One, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many times have I used it? Once. Okay. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Useless. Useless mm. thing. Can you just break it a bit and then sellotape it back together so it fits? Well, we can certainly try. I've got no practical use for it. <laughs> did you? Did you? It did you have a DSi XL? No, I didn't. Because I did, and really, really enjoyed it. Um, because I used my DSi mostly for the Korg thing. I used um, it very far away from I your console, your handheld console. Usually, it's like really a long arm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, for Korg, it's really, really good because it turns uh, the synth into a bigger synth, makes it less fiddly, and it's it's good. But I, I don't know. Where, they, are they going for the Vita market? Is that the point? It's strange. I, 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 there was um, a US magazine, um, you all know this, Michael, from being from over there, um, broke... Yep. The news and Nintendo went no, it's def- like most people go well. We don't comment on rumor or speculation, but Nintendo went no, <laughs> no, <laughs> a bigger 3DS, no, duh, we're not doing that, idiots. Yeah, why? And then they go, we're doing this, <laughs> like three weeks later. So I was it GQ? 
I don't. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, Gentlemen's Quarterly. Do they do that? Sort they of tend thing, to. Do they? They break big stories, bars, do big they? Nintendo stories. Yeah, <sighs> and new well, pants. Nintendo were furious. Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> were furious with uh, it. Uh, yeah, so that was a strange thing to do. And then, and then they go, yeah, we are, and it's coming out next month. Mm-hmm. So um, the resolution remains the same, obviously. Um, bigger is better, isn't it? So it is. Is gonna, it? Yes. They keep shrinking everything down, though. It's like the, the PS3, PS3 Slim. Oh yeah. So every, I don't. I don't. I'm so confused. Is it better if it's bigger or what? Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, let's look forward to the uh, slim 3DS XL then, (laughs) shall we? The Tetris company has won a court case saying that block puzzler Mino infringed its copyright. The New Jersey court decided that the Tetris company was entitled to copyright protection for the way in which it chooses to express rules of gameplay, even if a function functional aspect of the game cannot be pros- protected. It ruled that there were substantial similarities between the show interactive game and the original Tetris. Luckily for the Tetris company, everything in this court case just fell into place. Boom! Yeah. That was it. That's it. Okay. Unfortunately, that's only three jokes in a row. Maybe on the fourth one. That was it. It was good. It'll be a Tetris. Fell into place. Because it falls into place. In Tetris and in the story. Yeah. Fell into place. And since those things both have a similarity, this it's funny. There is. It's like a pun. Comedy. I don't understand this news story. What is the game that well, they prosecuted? This is why I've just I had didn't it. know I just anyone affiliated with Tetris was still alive. <laughs> snatch the snatch news. Snatch the news off hand here. Right. Um, the New Jersey court. No, that's court. Uh, Mino. M-I-N-O. Infringed its copyright. I have to say, you have to be... Um, I'm going to Google image search Mino. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, you have to be reasonably optimistic if you're um, the developer Zio... No, S-O. Show. show, so so show, interactive. Because you're thinking, well, you know, there's this game that we could rip off, right? And um, it's very no, diff- nobody knows. It's very difficult to get on any format, isn't it, Tetris? Yeah. I mean, it's not as if it's not as if you can play it on literally everything. There it is. So uh, Steve just pulled up a, an image of uh, Tetris. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> if, this could be like what? There's no, precedent. That's there's a picture of. Well, that's the interesting thing, Michael, isn't it? The precedent. Because you remember the the whole Donkey Kong versus Barrel Monkey uh, Supreme Court case. Cool. Who does the, it? The early 2000s. <laughs> they made a TV it series very, about it, didn't got they? Got very hairy. <laughs> and then there was, of course. Uh, Sphere and sphere and two rectangles v Pong, which was a big one. That was Who won huge. that? Yeah. yeah. So I, the so what is the precedent then? Is that they can they've uh, they've said that because uh, games are notoriously difficult to patent, right? Or copy? Which one is it? Uh, copyright. Copyright. Yeah. Because didn't someone try and copyright scrolling once? A novel method for moving things past your eyes. Exactly. It's a famous patent. Right. <laughs> so, does this have any impl- wider implications, Steve? You're you're you're, you're a man at the coalface well, of the game design industry. Well, when uh, when Anne said this, I thought this was going to be about me. Right. <laughs> oh, no. like block puzzle being sued. Yeah. That's a nice way of breaking it yeah, to me, Anne. Sorry, uh, but no, looking at this game, it does look a lot like Tetris. It looks like Tetris. It really it? does look like Tetris. How would you describe that game, Michael? Tetris. Oh, it's a bit tetral. Yeah, <laughs> There's an L. Yeah. I don't see any squigglies right off the bat, which I find particularly Tetris-y. I think that's two of them there. 
Ooh. together. Oh, maybe. then in fact, oh, actually no, it's probably two of the T-shirts. This I, isn't in, this isn't good radio. Well, I wonder, I wonder if it has that patented uh, line withholding technology that Tetris always seemed to have. Yeah. I found out a fact about that. What? Someone taught me. Someone important in the games industry whose name I can't remember. Ian Livingston. Let's say here. Yes. James P. Straightline <laughs> <laughs> taught me that the blocks in Tetris aren't random. I bet they're not. I bet they're what? Weird. Yeah. Right. Wait. Even what? excluding the fact that you cannot generate. An actual random number. Yeah, that's that's not a thing that can happen. That. Can't happen. Yes, um, it can. It can't can. do it. Do it. Four. Well, yeah, we need it's three, not random. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> Seventeen. Twenty-seven. And on this page, piece of paper, I've got yeah, all yeah, of those yeah. numbers. Yeah. No. Um, so Tetris takes a full set of blocks and then randomizes those up and then takes the next full set of blocks. So you'll never ever go an infinite length of time without a straight piece. This news, this is a bombshell. Isn't it a bomb? I feel sort of tucked away. I was told I couldn't swear on this program, and I'm wanting (laughs) to swear over this. I'm just, this is how I'm going to communicate it. The thing is, if you think about all of your Tetris strategies now, everything should fall into place. Shut up. Kids, you have no excuse to bunk off school anymore. Teachers are being offered a free PC copy of Portal 2 to use for educational purposes. As part of Steam for Schools, a special beta education version of the game is being given out. It's hoped the game will help with critical thinking, spatial reasoning, problem solving, iteration and collaboration skills. It literally wasn't like that in our day. Granny's Garden. What's that a euphemism for? <laughs> what? You never played Granny's Garden no. at school? No. No. You went oh. to school in the north. Was that oh, in, a, in a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> huh. We we had very different elementary school games in the US. Exactly. Right? Yours would have been Grandma's apple had, pie. We had, uh, you know, like oh, Grandma's gang war. And <laughs> no, you played uh, Oregon Trail. Yes. Wow. Yes. There we had to ford the river and... Shoot the bison, and then you usually died of cholera, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> oh, they do not pre- prepare you for life very well, there, do no. they? Well, I'm planning to die of cholera at the end of the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be good. So, Grandma, did you not you not play games at school? Did you not have these sort of semi-educational, <laughs> spatial reasoning well, games? Well, um, when I was at school, uh, computer studies was introduced while I was there. <laughs> we had some BBC micros. Uh, I remember programming. Uh, trying to write a program in which something chased you around, but it didn't. Really. Like you, you, you could never win it. Uh, and yeah, the computer computer study class was uh, oversubscribed when I was there with our couple of computers, so I had to take music. Really? Oh. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do that with my mouth now. <laughs> We were we were forced to play Mino for trademark issues six in a row. Right, yeah. should point out that the, <laughs> the piano was provided courtesy of Marks and Pianos Limited. Thanks Marks very much. and Pianos, all the black keys and some of the white ones. <laughs> and what did you play at school? Uh, I don't know if we played any like computer games, but we had to program uh, like into a big circular robot and make it move around. I think you, Logo. Were, you played Robot yeah. Wars. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened, what happened in Grandma's Garden? It was an adventure game. <laughs> Granny's Sounds Garden. Like the lowest stakes <laughs> adventure I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> help Grandma get away from the rhubarb <laughs> before it goes. Remind Grandma where she lives. <laughs> Shall I Google image search that? No, yes. Safe search on. No. Yes. Help Grandma get all the yams. 
And finally, it's what we've all been waiting for, a TV show of Draw Something. The CBS show will see teams of celebrities drawing some things in a competitive fashion. Non-celebrities will be able to play along at home in hope of winning prizes. We can't wait to see Kim Kardashian draw a willy. That's not swearing, Michael, by the way. But just in case you Biological. think that, you know, the floodgates have been broken yes. by, that obscen- by that obscenity, a willy. It's not obscene. It's not obscene it's if it's biology. a human body, exactly. If, if each of you were able to pick something to be drawn. By yes. Kim Kardashian. Or, or anyone, really. Right. Uh, well, what would you choose? I'd pick Kris Jenner. Uh, <laughs> her, her mother, who, um, who uh, I saw behaving terribly in one mm. of the episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Oh. I, would, I would pick Bruce Jenner's she hair. She was trying to get Chloe Ooh. to have a paternity test. Can you believe it? Yes, Chloe, I can. Chloe didn't want one. <laughs> no, she didn't, because she's like, I know who my dad is. I don't care who and you... It doesn't matter what the media's saying. Exactly. <laughs> But Chris, Chris didn't believe her. Chris is all about the drama. One Life Left, a radio show about <laughs> video games. I would ask her to draw herself because I've got no idea what she looks like. Uh, she's, oh, that's... she's beautiful. Is she? She's got that oh. and that. She's got two of those. A shapely yeah. curse kind of being garden. made by Anne. <laughs> yes. I would force them to draw the, the game draw something itself. Nothing is worse. But I like than the, the way as well because we because we just assumed that you know it being CBS and everything that it would just be like it would be a lovely game show whatever like fun. Mm-hmm. But you said you would force her <laughs> to draw it. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, you oh, that's very American of me, isn't it? <laughs> How would you force Kim Kardashian to draw something? Draw something. I would. Mm, well, I would probably. You do draw a knife to I her throat. Her? <laughs> I don't know what she's scared of. Probably the media. Leaving her alone, right. <laughs> I would, you know. Uh, She's scared of um, losing her earrings. R- that is genuinely what she's scared of. I would force her to draw. Oh wait, no, that's the whole thing. This is the problem coming back again. I don't know. <laughs> Let me get back to you all on this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury.
This is One Life Left, broadcasting live on Resonance 104.4 FM across London. We're a show about video games. You can hear some 8-bit music, chip tune. This is Cubby. It's called Misk Juggernaut. It's from chipmusic.org. It's nice. Thanks, Simon. Funk it. Did it drop? This by is the way? your. This is your. <laughs> this is your uh, music qualification coming exactly. up. Exactly. You said that we were going to start talking after it dropped. Yeah, it dropped. Did it drop? You were talking. Okay. Good. You should know it's dropped. You should know the musical notation for dropping. Didn't have dropping in my uh, in my age <laughs> really? in my school. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we are a third of the way through this first episode. Seems to be going well. We're still uh, joined by Michael Fredrickson. I'm remaining anywhere, even if you asked me to. You having a good time? I'm having a lot of fun. We um, did you listen to the, to the episode in which we uh, described? No, we. You obviously listened to one where we where you were interviewed. Yeah. Did you listen yeah. to any of the subsequent ones where we told the story about what we thought of you originally? <laughs> this is a pretty alarming question to be I'm asked. Force you I to think. listen to it. Uh, no, actually, no, I did not. Well, it's just um, I can't remember whether I told you because we spent some time together after that show. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I told you that uh, prior to you coming up to us and saying, hey, "Can I tell you about my new game?" Yes. There was a man and 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 his new wife. Yes. Who'd said, can I tell you about my new... No, can I, 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 I want to make an app. And so we thought, <laughs> when yeah. you uh, rocked up, we thought it was going to be another one of those. But yeah. look at you now, you're in London. Yes. And, and now, you know, we've all entered into a lifelong bond of friendship. Of course, we're going to um, get tattoos done. Yeah, after, facial after tattoos, the show, exactly, I was thinking. Of each well, other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was actually going to get Steve's face tattooed on mine, um, was my hope. I was going to get Anne's face tattooed on my back. Oh, there aren't many choices left, really. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? I'm going to get my so face when I tattooed move on my ne- shoulder blades. My... You wink. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, I was telling Anne the story earlier today of the the reason that I approached you guys at the uh, game developers oh, conference good, yeah. in the first place was because my roommate, who is a significantly um, more advanced gamer than myself, um, t- warned me almost to uh, when I was at the Game Developers Conference that there would be a very well-connected, red-headed game, yes. uh, game journalist. And he said, if I saw her, I should, I should stop at nothing. Oh, and then he found me. Oh, wow, she is. That's true. That's I should stop funny. at nothing. And I must tell you, uh, listeners of One Life Left, that One Life Left was the most legitimate-looking media organization yeah. at the entire Game Developers Conference. And I thought, okay, they've got a table, they've got a sign, they have reasonably advanced Suits. audio equipment. Exactly. Uh, Steve had an AK-47, <laughs> looked, had a steelish look in his eyes, yep. and was just staring down every developer. And then there was Anne Radiant with her red hair, oh, and I yeah. thought, that must... That's Lee Alexander. That must yeah. be whoever it is I'm supposed <laughs> to speak with. Did you ever meet Lee? I have no idea who I was intended to meet, but I'm sure whoever it was. I hope was... you and Anne get married now, and then Lee thinks that could have been her <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of her life. That'd I, be nice, I wouldn't it? I think whoever that would be would be dodging a ma- pretty major <laughs> bullet. But I, you know, I stumbled into just the, well, one, just the wonderful group, <laughs> just the lovely we team. Should, we should uh, remind people who didn't listen to that show uh, what Kenya's own is. Oh, I would be happy to. So what is it? I may. So um, <laughs> you. I, I'm not sure how uh, 
in back in America, which is just this, it's a crazy place. Right. We listen to a it. lot of rap music, which is mm. it's more talking than singing, really. You okay. could be a lot of ruin of a nation. Yeah. And uh, good old Kanye West released uh, a single, which I don't have enough street credibility to pronounce, say the real name of, but we we uh, truncated it to in Paris for those of us who felt uncomfortable with this sl- the the slur. Um, and in this song, he kind of ends it by insisting that you not let him get into his zone. It's, don't let me into my zone. Don't let me into my zone. It sounds a lot better than that. And it's over some very chippy music, actually, if we need to tie it in with a video game. And that... Uh, uh, well, or, or it is now an actual game, which is more yes. of a tie-in. <laughs> I suppose that is kind of the tie-in. Yeah. All right, you win. <laughs> uh, my roommate and I were kind of obsessed with this idea of what it would mean to let him into his zone. So we came up with a game where uh, there's a purple circle in the middle of your screen and Kanye West's head is, is bouncing around it and you uh, need to kind of be the hero and, and keep it out and earn fat stacks of cash in the process. So you managed to monetize this? Yeah. Yes. Well, so uh, we finished it up the night of the night before the uh, the, the interview, as I call it. Because I've, I've really, I've been telling time it was kind of before this and after now, um, before it's a whole the new three of you now, entered yeah. into my life. It's, it's really something new. Uh, and we, uh, we lost about 700 American dollars, and, and they go a long way, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it was on the front page of Reddit yeah. and drove just a ton of traffic to the site. And we were all... It was kind of amazing, you know. I woke up one Saturday morning, and my roommate was standing over my bed, like, "You need to get down to the living room." Kanye's <laughs> on the front page of Reddit, and uh, there are like seventeen hundred people on the site right now, and we're losing a tremendous amount of money. Like, <laughs> we need to compress Kanye's head more <laughs> so that we're not serving up as much data. So we were all in the living room, and it was just funny, like writing code that was actually saving us money like we're trying to push it to yeah. the site to save money immediately <laughs> yeah. and so we lost all this money and we put up ads the next day and I made a lot of merchandise with we have a a site now that says it's like the Kanye Zone marketplace it's literally purple circles on everything <laughs> and you can buy products like the Zone sexy fun time lady pants right. <laughs> which are women's underwear with the Zone uh Carefully don't, placed. Don't let Kanye there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Kim Kardashian does. She, Kim Kardashian lets Kanye get in her zone. I suspect she owns a pair. I do. <laughs> I hope so. Also, I decided I would probably draw a knife to, to force her to okay. <laughs> during the break. Um, and we have the zone time meter, which is a clock. Somebody pointed out really should have been called the time zone. <laughs> screwed the pooch in that one. Um, and we it's have biology. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, we have the uh, zone gym bag, which is a good one, and the zone head sock, which is a hat. So, why did you do it? Hmm. Like, what? What ultimately was the point of Kanye Zone? Women. Was it just to get women? Yeah. And I can report. I was at a. Um, I was out dancing a few weeks after this was over, and I was dancing with this girl, and uh, and she asked me if I had played that game. Cool. <laughs> Whoa! Just like, what did you at a, say? At a loud like, club. She was that's like, brilliant. Have you, have you played this game? And it it honestly is almost my entire mo in life <laughs> is to make things and then be told about them. Was that song playing when, when 
when she mentioned it, yeah. I was her actually, well, that's why she's like, there's a video Steve and I uh, invented something uh, many years ago, and um, it was just a big joke. Uh, we did it for our own amusement, um, and it was in no way um, a patch on what you did, because uh, yours required uh, skill, and ours just required deception. <laughs> and, uh, but we got tremendously excited when we heard a couple of people talk about it in a pub yeah. in front of us. So, yeah, we understand that. We didn't get any girls, though, despite the fact that ours was much sexier than yours. Oh, what was it? It was called Toothing. It was about, uh, we pretended, this was uh, many years ago when uh, phones didn't have the uh, feature set that they do these days, and we pretended that people would were meeting using Bluetooth to hook up for sexy times. And maybe the fact that we didn't get any girls was related to when Simon <laughs> overheard this, we were in a pub on Old Compton Street, the gay area of Soho. Ah, the Castro of, of the London. Exactly. Yes. So perhaps in in other bars across London. Yeah, there was, there was Steve and Simon. Okay. <laughs> so what happens People next with toothing uh, each other? Yeah, well, th- that's there. Yeah, and then, um, then it turned up in problem pages. Uh, when you get up... older, you just like gum each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And so people thought Toothin was a... They did, yeah. We were propositioned by a sexy company as well who wanted to... Did they want to buy our rights or something? Do you remember? Loads of things we wanted to, we, 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 Some Chinese sex exhibition wanted to fly us over there to do that. <laughs> you had <laughs> to do your voice masked on Radio oh, 5 yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. We had yeah. friends in wigs doing interviews for women's magazines pretending to be expert toothers. Yeah. Yeah. I did an interview. They have to pixelate the yeah. toothing yeah. over oh, yeah, there, yeah. don't yep. they? Yeah. They do. Anyway, what's next, Michael? <laughs> well... In, in my life um, after Kanye's own yeah, yeah. Well, so what, what happens next did Kanye get in touch well I can say financially we're raking it in we make uh, we lose <laughs> so refreshing to hear. we lose uh, two dollars a day <laughs> and occasionally occasionally uh, things will spike and we'll make a dime nice an American dime <laughs> <laughs> Which I put towards that can buy you um, one Swedish fish. <laughs> yeah. So occasionally we'll do that, and I'm hoping eventually that those dimes will uh, surmount seven hundred dollars <laughs> in the hole from the first day. Great. So no, Kanye did not get in touch. I didn't. Inter- I got to do an interview with MTV, cool. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was unthinkably disproportionate to the interest of Kanye's own. I talked for 45 minutes, so we got into what the what the uh, film adaptation of Kanye's own would be, and uh, which I thought would be him running through a demilitarized zone somewhere and screaming, don't let me get into my zone, and just like diving against this force called the bumper. Um, and they told me they might try to set up a meet and greet, and I told them if if they ever could that they should just let Kanye know that I leave the spare key in the plant. <laughs> <laughs> so just like I can't imagine anything better than just coming in and having him drinking my milk, <laughs> maybe being like Kanye. Have you? And, and it's how, not for you. How often do you try to think of anything better than that? Yeah, I've tried well, infrequently. Forcing yeah. Kim Kardashian to draw things sounds nice. But. Good. So you can still play it on CanyonZone.com, but you'd re- you'd rather that we didn't because <laughs> it's going to cost you money. No, I'd, I'd appreciate it. You <laughs> okay. might contribute to one of our dime days. Okay. <laughs> in America, you have rap music. Mm, yes. In England, we have Derek Williams. Hello again. Have you missed me? So what's been happening since the last season of One Life left? Well, I finally took my dark synthesizer at Jandor Band on the road 
She's doing so well, we could almost pack out a broom cupboard with fans. I've been recruited to do soundtrack work on an Australian film called Pray for Dawn, and my largely film-related podcast, Iconochromatic, has gone from obscurity to continued obscurity. But how does this tie in with the video game charts, I hear you cry? Well, Lego Batman 2 is currently riding high at the number one spot in the charts. And obviously Batman is largely known for dark atmosphere, and that's something I create when performing, so there's the obvious link there to my John band. Batman features in films, and there lies that obvious connection to my podcast and soundtrack work. And it's not at all just because I entirely use One Life Left to just shamelessly promote my own productions. Anyway, as much as I've always wanted to love these type of Lego games, I've found it really hard to do so. Possibly just because I found myself stuck after five minutes with the first Lego Star Wars game. But it's nice to see a pleasant and fun game taking the number one spot instead of all that silly Hitman Absolution type nonsense. What a lovely furor that trailer caused. Video games are so grown up. That's why a video project about women in video games results in a shower of abuse and death threats and Ghost Recon Future Soldier is promoted by a female reality star called Coco, whose main appeal is that she has large breasts. It may be such things which have caused my disillusionment with the home console gaming and turned me onto the portable side of things more, or maybe it's just that I'm too busy creating awesome music like this. Anyway, I'm Derek Williams, and should you fancy downloading this rather self-promotionist and non-grown-up free market economy, it's available at soundcloud.com slash DerekFME. I'm so dropped from the rest of this series, aren't I? Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, this is non and if desperation was enough, we're 
video game radio show. Still trying to come to terms with what that means, eight seasons in. This is our first episode of the eighth season. Anne, you're checking your phone. Yep. Any any news? Nothing. No new news. Maybe that's what Anne thinks of video game radio show Nothing. Is. Yeah. Oh, you know my passcode, don't you? <laughs> Anne's, I think Anne's a little bit boy crazy. She is. Uh, Michael, you were listening to Derek Williams for the first time. What did yeah. you think? I thought uh, he seemed like a humble man. He did. He's got some, some really, I don't know, frankly, mad chops on the keys. <laughs> you know, and I liked, said before. I liked all his talk about that hitman thing. Hmm. He wasn't very happy, was he? He wasn't very happy. Quite rightly so, Derek. Well done. Mm. So the Hitman controversy. Uh, <laughs> they they made a trailer for a video game Good and one, included, <laughs> included all kinds of death. Death to nuns. It's not good, is it? We it saw was... a nun today. <laughs> we did? She was... And that's what we think of the Hitman trailer. <laughs> I tell you what, th- there are some sites that have, uh, that, have d- that have demonstrated their maturity by writing, you know, long, coherent pieces of editorial which sum up the problem with the video games industry, who it's aimed at, who's running at it, who's running it, and the impression that it gives to wider society at a time when we're struggling for acceptance. And Anne so is sidetracked by seeing there's, a nun. There's all that, but. Anne and I saw a nun today. Did you? What was it like? It was remarkable. We did not kill her. She right. was dressed in grey, whereas in America they're oft dressed in black. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yep. Did she have a machine gun This one sellotaped to her inside thigh? Didn't yes. touch it. Right. Nuns fr- generally frown upon the touching <laughs> of their inside thigh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything else to report on the nun's behavior? What was she doing? She, walking. She was walking. Mm. Uh, ambling. Okay, yeah, it was kind of Are an you, amble. You've, you've, you've seen the Hitman trailer, Michael. I take it. To <laughs> seeing a nun in real life, which obviously proved to be such an extraordinary event, <laughs> I'm, I'm caused conflicting emotions for you as a games player. <laughs> Being confronted with this reality of having not seen the Hitman trailers, just realize, making me realize how tremendously underqualified okay, I am. Okay, well, maybe we'll call it up and you can make some noises as to how the Hitman trailer is making you feel. Pew! And then apologize to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bunch to say <laughs> to him. So, welcome to the letters section, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Simon. Yeah. Well, here Thanks we are. for coming. Um, who, who opened the post this week? <laughs> it's been a busy week. What with us not being on air. Um, so, yeah, we've got some letters. I did sort of threaten over Twitter to say that uh, if you didn't send us any letters today, we were going to read out pieces from GameSpot. And I was hoping to read out their letters section. Turns out they don't have one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, GameSpot, you might want to take this section from us. Let's see how it goes. And we have got three letters of varying quality. Apologies, Michael. But you're going to do a, a section for us later. Sure. Uh, Anne. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, how is it going, guys? I'm Kenneth Ashley, Fine. a 21-year-old web designer that loves video games. Great. In fact, I love it so much, I created a site called The Video Game Awards. I didn't do this alone. I had the help of my childhood friend. Oh, that's nice. What is The Video Game Awards? Well... There is Video Game Awards hosted by Spike TV every year, but that's just awarding the games and the game creators. The Video Game Awards is a site that awards the players. Just think of it like American Idol for gamers. Gamers submit their videos and other game games 
gamers rate the awesomeness. YouTube is filled with videos created and uploaded by gamers. All they want is recognition with the video game awards. They can be recognised. Here's the link. And what is it? www.thevideogameawards.com The origin of the site is also interesting, but I'll save that till later. Yeah! Please just look (laughs) at the site. This guy's a showman. (laughs) (laughs) What a flamboyant introduction. When when was that set? Please just look at this site. Okay. Me and my friend would love some help from a guy like you. So, Wait a does second. He tell, does we he say his friend's name? Because the friend no, sounds apocryphal right. to me so And far. also, it, who was the sent to? Uh, team. team. A guy like you. Yeah. We think that this could be huge and could help everyone out. If you don't like what you see, if you don't like what you see, you don't even have to reply. It's like socialised medicine. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Kenneth Ashley. Kenneth. Thanks, Kenneth. Kenneth. Um, so this was sent in on uh, 23rd of April uh, during our off-season. Um, I checked it today. Doesn't it doesn't work. Miss Kenneth. 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 You just wanted a guy like us. One guy like us to just we give him the exposure that you Kenneth, didn't. a guy like us likes valid <laughs> URLs, Kenneth. And I'll tell you what else. You say that these games are judged on awesomeness, but you didn't specify units. What? <laughs> Kenneth. What is it? Awesome bars? And wow. it's just something, Kenneth. Sorry we weren't there in your hour of need, Kenneth. I feel like maybe the friend took the site down. Wow. That URL appears to be available. Oh, just saying. Okay, John Dodson wrote um, in. He said, uh, hi. (laughs) Like that. He said, my name is John Dodson and I run Cheerful Ghost, which is a community site for all kinds of gamers. Uh, HTTP forward slash forward slash cheerfulghost.com. I want to advertise in your podcast. How do I go about doing that, he says. Give us money. (laughs) No need. Oh, are we Um, advertised without money? I was on the... uh, the cheerful ghost just the other day and uh i was astonished by how it catered for all kinds of gamers what i thoroughly game- recommend it all, all kinds of gamers yeah. uh yeah you'll have to speak to our advertising uh, person but i'm sure Anne will do you a voiceover steve Hello, team. Hello. Right, if I may, real quick, I just want okay. to specify to anyone listening, Cheerful Ghost is a website that actually exists. Okay, You great. can go to it, and it, it works. I've just verified. Is it for all kinds of gamers, though? Um, it starts with what games people are talking about. General, general discussion. People, general that's general discussion. A team like us could see that. But whereas GameSpot is a website for people that want to um, read stuff that they've heard on One Life Left. <laughs> <laughs> Hello team Possibly plus a super special guest But I doubt it as you've just come back from holiday Well that shows how wrong you can be Ben Hall Hey Ben Here's a personal message from a guest Get your facts straight before you write in next time Thanks a lot How was your break? Asks Ben I hear Steve spent three days in Poundland Which must have been exciting Is that a real place? That is a real place Have you never been? Poundland? It's one of my favourite places Someone on Twitter sent me a link to an article at GameJournos.com In it they use Simon language To tell various people in the games industry to go away Except with two different words However, in one bit they say the game critics should go away If they think 7 out of 10 is an appropriate score for a mediocre game. Are they calling out Team OLL? Do we have to go and rumble them, w- rumble with them, like we did with RPS, Rock, Paper, Shotgun? I feel upset that they've picked on you in such a manner. If, if it's a mediocre game, then what else are you meant to score it? You can't just make up imaginary numbers to score games, you know. What next? Are they going to say there are numbers lower than 7? <laughs> Cheerio. Cheerio! Ben! 
did he? Um, he didn't ask for feedback then, did he? Or was he? Were they sort of rhetorical questions? Were they? Uh, some of those questions had exclamation marks on the end <laughs> as well, indicating he was angry. Hmm. Sometimes incredulous. That's, sometimes that means he expects a response. Does it? Yeah. So he I think exclaims. If I were to read that letter, I would think he was asking for us okay. to make up an imaginary number. Well, yeah. So are their numbers lower than seven? Not, not, not in America. No. Yeah. We okay. go even now. Thanks for writing in, Ben. Um, so, listener, uh, as you have just realised, our letters section is nothing without you. <laughs> um, apart from the three of you that did write in, and it was still nothing. Uh, but thank you for writing in. Um, yes, please write to us. We want to hear um, from you. Uh, if you've got ideas for features, you got uh, want to tell us what you've been up to, email... Team at onelifelift.com. Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a song by Mo. It's Uncharted Worlds. It's a cover of the Mass Effect music. Yeah. We're going to try something a bit different now. We're going to try and launch a new feature. Are we? But usually, usually we have a safety net. Usually the f- new features we try, they have uh, pre-recorded them. So if things go wrong, we can quickly slam the CD player, shut it down. This time we're doing it live. We're going to do it live. Like, it's going to be really something. (laughs) People who are veteran listeners to One Life Left may remember the top five segment, which we took about two seasons to decide it wasn't a good idea to count from one to five. (laughs) But instead we should count down. On a a suggestion from Jonathan Smith, I think. And look at him now. Could we do a quick warm-up top five? The top five numbers between one and five. Okay. I would order them three, four, two... One, five. And that's in reverse order. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this week you're going to do something else. Are you ready to go? Something entirely different. Okay. Special segment. Michael Fredrickson presents Killing Myself. Subtitle, entirely for fun. Because, you know, killing yourself for real is no good. When I came into the radio show today and realized how unthinkably underqualified I am to talk about video games, I thought there is one thing I can talk about, which is that every time I play a video game, I try to do it entirely incorrectly and kill myself in the most elaborate ways possible. (laughs) So I have for you today the top five games in reverse order Okay. that I like to kill myself in and how I've done it over the years. Number five, Uncharted, starring Nathan Drake. Is that right? Did I make that up? This music is really throwing me off. How did you kill yourself, though? Are you going to go into any detail? I'm going to go into detail. There's a great part where you're at a waterfall 
in the middle of the game, and you're with two pretty hot chicks, <laughs> if I recall correctly. Aren't you? For a while? Sounds, sounds right. And we always are. You can hurl yourself off the waterfall, and they go, Nathan, no, no! And they sound so... They're just lamenting your decision, because you've made great decisions up to this point. So usually when I start misplaying a game, it's when my roommate, who's playing through it correctly, has gotten some significant way through the game, and then he saves, and then he lets me sit down and kill myself in funny ways. And this this was no exception. He'd done great, so these girls would obviously think he would be a superstar. And then I just hurled myself off the waterfall over and over again to listen to them lament my death. And so that's number five. Very good. Um, I can I can weigh in that I thought the, the waterfall was very nicely rendered, and so were the silhouettes of the girls. Number four. <laughs> um, N plus. And slightly fuller with their tears afterwards, wasn't it? Oh my god. Yeah, no, that just made the waterfall team with sorrow <laughs> and the blood of Nathan Drake. Um, number four. N plus. Uh, is a game that I played for precisely three hours while I attempted to accomplish one task, which was N plus you jump around, right? A bunch, and you know, you can blow up when you hit a little dot. And I was trying to have all of my, when I would hit the dot and my body would be blown asunder, I was trying to have all of my body parts hit other mines and explode. And it took me three hours to do that. Right. And I have a video of it that I can send to you all. Please, please do. Yeah. So you can we'll put it on the website. post it on the website. It's, it was taken many years ago, uh, and it was one of my tri- most triumphant moments, number four N+. Okay. Uh, number three, not really a death, but Tetris. I Ooh. find I, when Shall I was a kid, I would enjoy very much to Mino. make a sort of, excuse me, in Mino. <laughs> I enjoy very much a quick, like, right down the middle stack of, uh, of buff Tetris blocks. It's just, it's a personal thing. I can understand <laughs> if you guys. Sometimes helps after a hard day, doesn't it? it? I think. It's just it's kind of my own little personal, like, <laughs> shot at Russia. Um, okay. Number two is a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie between Trials HD, which is a game in which you ride a bike around and are subject to the laws of physics, and GoldenEye, which is a game where you're subject to some laws of physics, I suppose. Uh, Both of them, in GoldenEye, I would like to rig myself into rooms with proximity mines and then run towards them and hope that they would blow me back into other mines that would blow me up. And I would laugh and laugh and laugh until the Bond music played. I thought that was hysterical. Do you own pets? (laughs) No. Luckily, no. Good. Especially fun is to set up a remote mine that would then blow you back into a room full of proximity mines and pinball you around to your death. Very fun. And in Trials, you can design your own levels, so of course you can blow yourself in all sort of (laughs) directions. Excuse me. uh, Blow yourself up. Or whatever. And number it's biology, one, biology. It's fun. Yes, of course. And number one, kind of, you might not have seen coming, but it's Mario Golf. Yeah, what? Mario Golf. What? I uh, to bring perhaps a bit of culture to the uh, to to the list here. Uh, I once learned that if you play a game Misery style or Misere, I think it has a an a uh, you know a little accent on it. It means you know playing a game in the you know the opposite of the way the rules intend for you to play it. Um, so you know you try to, for example, score the most uh, strokes in a game of Mario Golf. And so I, I was really nice to find out there was a pleasant French term for what I most like to do with games, which is play them completely contrary to their intended. Uh, rules. Maybe so that's you... where this feature is going. Misery. Michael Frederickson's misery. Misery. Yeah. Misery. Yeah. misery. How do you kill yourself in golf? 
Oh, you just try to score over a hundred strokes oh, in every hole. And you assume that Mario's feeling so bad at the end of that Beat that he just himself. throws himself off a waterfall. He starts to get kind of a like a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the highest score you've got? Oh, in golf? Yeah. Oh, I've definitely gotten eighteen hundred. Because <laughs> you can you can get up to a hundred strokes. That's in I think in Mario sixty four golf. I believe this is one that I did when I was when back in the the golden eye era. So if anyone can beat that, score. yeah. And I was going to say, or if anybody else has got any suggestions of de- deliberate ways to play games incorrectly, email team at onelifeleft.com. Welcome to One Life Left's review section. This is a smooth intro, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> you got your thumb doing that, didn't you? I'm out of practice. Yeah, kind of amazing. <laughs> If you'd asked me, how could one of us injure ourselves during this segment? He was doing it the way it's not meant to be. That's what he was doing. <laughs> I'll get it right like, next yeah. week. Simon, have you been playing any games this week? I've been playing lots of games. We have to be quick here. We've only yeah. got five minutes left. Um, can I remind everybody that Gravity Rush is um, out? Uh, I'm going to review that. Minor niggles aside, it's very good. Oh, well, I won't bother. Thank you. <laughs> um, seven out of ten. Uh, so I've been playing that my Vita. I've also been playing um, The Bard's Tale on iPad. Uh, it was £1.99 or £2.99. It's a trilogy. I've never played them before. Uh, essentially, I'm just looking for something to do until Metal Gear Solid HD comes out on Friday on Vita. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Bard's Tale is the three um, Bard's Tale games. Uh, I'm, prob- I'm like eight or nine hours into the first one. Uh, usual iPad touch caveats aside, i.e. Um, it's a bit fiddly to control now. And, again, uh, it's really good. I'm enjoying it. And, um, unusually for... A, a, a humorous game, uh, which normally isn't. Uh, it's quite funny in places. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. I thoroughly recommend it. it. Runs on an iPad One. In case any of you have iPad Ones like I do and worry about the state of games on them. Isn't that thing made of slate, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Score seven out of ten. Scanters. Uh, I've been playing Zoom by Wonderland. Uh, it's you're a block. You have to get the block to another block. Uh, you do this by pressing buttons on your keypad. Hmm. Uh, but then you can manipulate other blocks that you need to jump on. On what keypads? It's on the <laughs> computer, Steve. What? <laughs> okay. That's a novel playing mechanic. <laughs> Which <laughs> whose computer? Mine. Buttons manipulating blocks. Uh, but then you can use your mouse to uh, manipulate the uh, blocks that you need to jump on. It's good. There's ten levels. It's quick. You can play it quick. It's good. Seven out of ten. Excellent. Michael, have you been playing anything? Um, I've been playing Zookeeper. Whoa! <laughs> Which uh, I've been told but some people will call swapping animals. I find it, a, I love it quite a good way to pass the time. It's a good way to describe uh, it. While using the restroom. Swapping <laughs> animals. Real good. I give it a... Uh, I give it a... S- Seven out of ten. I'm a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been playing Gravity Rush, right. which is phenomenal. Ooh. Still the best video game um, I've played for a, a long time. How far have you got? Uh, I don't know, level 12 or something? 13? I've got to the bit. Is level 13? Yeah. I don't know. I'm about, it feels like I should be on level 12. Could you guys tell me what Gravity Rush is in two sentences? It is a third-person uh, action-adventure where you can control gravity and free-fall in any direction you want. And uh, there is some combat and exploration. Uh, it's, it's anime-styled. Lovely style. What's the most dominant colour in the game? Purple. Good question. I, well, purple in some zones. I would say it's kind of like a puce in other zones. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe maybe sort of a grubby yellow. I was okay. enjoying it. I've, I'm not sure whether I'm further than you, but I've got to a bit that's quite that's quite fiddly, and that's the only issue with Gravity Rush is that it can be a little bit. Yeah, fiddly. I don't like the um, I don't like the sliding on the floor. Bits. No, they're, they're but it's great though. That said, we shouldn't be down on it. We it, it is it. an imperfect game, but so is Jet Set Radio, and that's exactly. one of my favourite games from the last decade. And in many ways, this is a spiritual successor. I think that's our review section. I think. Did uh, you score it? Oh no, I forgot, but you already had, and I can't okay. go against that, can I? Okay, 7 out of 10. music and it's bringing one life left season eight episode one to a climax good steve well done steve that's good thanks the best remix of any of usher's climaxes (laughs) that i've heard (laughs) michael thank you so much for coming on the show yes thank you did you have a good time i had an exceptional time how can we get hold of you not us we know how to get hold of you but how can our (laughs) listeners find out more about you oh hey listeners you guys could follow me on the twitter there it's uh m-f-r-e-d-e-r-i-c-k-s-o-n good do that all your keys in the plant pot yep yeah drink my milk (laughs) Uh, thank you to derek williams of course providing our feature this week there will be more of those next week and thank you to all of our musical contributors it is good to be back guys yeah great to be back yes great to be back we will see you all this time next week i have been steve curran I've been Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scanthbury. See you!